0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We're always encouraged to know God is working through New Beginnings to touch lives. So if you have a story to share of how God's working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at newbeginningsnj.org. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Hey everybody, welcome to Church Online this weekend. I'm so glad that you're here with us. If I've never met you, my name is Matt. I'm the campus pastor at our Bayville campus. And first thing I want to do this weekend is I just want to give a shout out to all the moms out there and say happy Mother's Day to you. If you're a mom, a grandma, a spiritual mom to somebody. Maybe you're a dog mom or a cat mom. Whatever it may be, I want to say Happy Mother's Day. We honor you. You are so important to your kids' lives. You shape them. I know from experience from my mom. My mom, she was the biggest influence in my life. So I want to say Happy Mother's Day to all of you. We pray God's blessing over you. We pray that He gives you everything that you need, the strength, the wisdom that you need to be a mom, and know that you are more than enough, and God is with you. Amen. Well. It is Mother's Day, and we are finishing up our series, Uncertain Times, this weekend. And with it being Mother's Day weekend, I thought, what better way to finish this series? And this whole series, Uncertain Times, it's about, we've looked at people of the, in the Bible the last two weeks, and if you haven't seen those messages, they were very powerful on the life of Daniel and the life of Abraham, and you can go to our YouTube page you and go to our website to watch those previous messages. But this week, we're going to be talking about Mary, who was the mother of Jesus, and, you know. I think this will be a very powerful thing to look at her because you want to talk about somebody that went through uncertain times. Mary was somebody that went through uncertain times. I mean, think about it just to start off from her life, being a virgin and then told that you were going to have a child. That you were going to be pregnant with a child, and not just a child, but the son of God, and then having to go on the run with Joseph because you knew people were coming after you you to kill your child, who was prophesied prophesied to be the savior, who you told would be, were told, be the savior. And think about it in terms of, you know, she ultimately knew she was going to have to watch her son die, and, you know, I was thinking about this. You want to talk about being uncertain? Think about the fact she had to raise the son of God. She had to raise the son. You want to talk about pressure. You know, I even think about sometimes with with raising my, my daughter, me, my wife and I, and to think like that could feel like a lot of pressure. She knew that she had to raise the son of God. Now I don't say this lightly or I don't say this humorously, but just think about it. You know, you see parents all the time, they go up to their kids and they say, hey, what do you want to be when you get older? Right? Think about her saying to her son, what do you want to be when you get older? And he's like, I'm going to die for people's sins so they can be in right relationship with my father. So you want to talk about living a life of just in some ways feeling very uncertain, very uncertain each day, kind of knowing where the future would go. But maybe she wrestled, I'm sure she wrestled with doubts during that time. I'm sure she wrestled with fear during that time. I'm sure she wrestled with, God, please don't actually let this happen during some of this time that would go on. And, you know, we're doing this series uncertain times because, I mean, you see it. We're living what could feel like in a time of uncertainty. And maybe right now you feel uncertain just with everything going on. But you know, also a lot of us, if we're going to be honest, even before this virus came and this pandemic came, we felt uncertain. We felt uncertain about ourselves. We felt uncertain as how we are as parents. We felt uncertain as how we are maybe as a spouse or as a brother or a sister, whatever it may be. And now this virus kind of heightened everything because maybe you've lost your job and you're uncertain about what's next. Maybe you're uncertain. Are you going to have a job to go back to? Whatever it may be, there's a lot of us that have experienced this uncertainty before the virus, during, and even after this. We're still going to have some areas in our life that if we don't know what God's word says, right, if we don't walk in his ways, that we will still struggle with uncertainty. So You know, I want to talk about one thing and just with it being Mother's Day, I couldn't obviously help to think about my mom. And growing up, I felt uncertain about a lot of things, uncertain about myself. I was always nervous, anxious, whatever it may be, uncertain about the future. I was somebody that always worried about the future. Even at like seven, eight years old, I was worried about the future. And like, I had nothing to worry about, but I was worried about the future. And anytime I was uncertain, my mom, she was a single mother. She was my best friend. I would always go to her. And when I would go to her, there would be encouragement there. And whatever she said, I would take my mom at her word because I had so much trust in what she said. I knew that she meant it. So what I want to do is we're going to look to the word of God because that's the great thing we have is even when we feel uncertain, we have the word of God. The word of God is absolute. The word of God is truth. And we can go to it at any time and we can see what his word says and that's what can bring us comfort. So what I want to do this weekend for this message and looking at the life of Mary, is we're going to look at three points this weekend. Three points that she really put into practice in her life during uncertain times. So we're going to look at three times of uncertainty in her life and how she responded to that. And I believe each and every one of us watching this, we could take these three points whenever we feel uncertain, and when we put them into practice, we will start seeing um, kind of a peace coming, kind of a confidence coming, a comfort coming, because it's all from the Word of God, and we know that what He says is true. Amen. Come on, give me an amen. Type amen in the chat, but let's go ahead. Let's pray. Let's ask God to open our hearts as we get into his word. So, Father, I just thank you. I thank you that we have this time here together, Father. I thank you, Father, that your word is powerful. You say your word will never return void. So, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus, Father, as your word goes forth. I pray that we have open hearts to receive. I pray that, Father, we will leave this message changed, Lord God, as we put it into practice. In Jesus' name, come on, wherever you are, even if you're with yourself, say amen. Let's all say it together, amen and amen. So, Let's start with point number one as we get into these three points, as we start uncovering these points, digging the truth out of them and seeing how Mary put these points into practice in her life during uncertain times. The first point is this. When you feel uncertain about whatever it may be, trust and be obedient to God. Trust and be obedient to God. Even when an uncertain situation comes up, trust and be obedient to God. So we're gonna go to Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. So if you have your Bible, you can go ahead and follow along. Maybe go grab your actual physical Bible because if you're watching this on your phone, you try to go to your Bible app, you're gonna have to exit it. But maybe go grab your Bible. or You can just follow along right here on the screen with us. So it says, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary, so Jesus's mother, Mary, and an angel went to her and said, "Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you." Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. So you just want to talk about feeling uncertain. She's probably going on right now, going, "What is? Who is this person? Who is this angel? And what is going on?" Remember, Mary is like a teenager here right now. But the angel said to her, "Do not be afraid." So she must've been experiencing some fear there, right? For him to be able to tell, to say, do not be afraid. He said, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. I don't know about you, but if somebody starts telling me my life plan, I get a little bit freaked out. And this angel's outlining what's going to happen to Mary here. And Mary says, How will this be? Mary asked the angel, Since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. Now, I love this in verse Luke 1:37, And this is kind of where the angel is telling Mary for no word from God will ever fail from no word from God will ever fail. And maybe somebody needs to hear this right now. And this is why I was talking about the importance of knowing what God's word says. And we can have the comfort because right there for no word from God will ever fail. And Mary responds by saying, I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered may your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So when Mary was only a teenager, she was confronted with the challenge to be completely submitted to God's will. Think about when the angel, Gabriel, gave her that message that she was going to be the mother and she was going to give birth to the Savior. Mary was stunned But the key phrase there, she says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. She never wavered from her complete submission to God's will. You know, was she nervous? Sure, I bet she was. Was she unsure of her own own abilities? Certainly. And just even in the natural, think it there. She she wasn't even married. She was a virgin. And she's saying, so how is this going to even happen? Was she anxious probably about the prophecy that the part of her future would include pain? because she was going to have to watch her son die for people's sins? Of course she was. But I want to tell you something. In uncertain times, this is important. In uncertain times, it's not about your ability. It's about where your certainty is. I'm going to say that again. In uncertain times, it's not about your ability. It's about where your certainty is. So you might be feeling very uncertain about things right now. Maybe even before this whole pandemic happened, you felt uncertain about your life, about your, your marriage, about your children, about your relationship with God. But it's not about your ability. It's about where your certainty is. And we need to put our certainty in what the word of God says. See, Mary knew that God was faithful. The angel told her the word of, no word from God will ever fail. If she just looked at the natural here, she'd be freaked out. She would doubt it would happen. But no, her certainty was in Yes, God's word will never fail. And that's where we need to have our certainty. And you know, just thinking about Mary, you know, I'm sure, you know, if she's, she was just like many of us. She was the parent that sits up late at night, past her bedtime, waiting for your child to get home. Maybe your child's out on a date and you're waiting. You know, my mom, I'd go out at night, even into my early 20s. And literally she would be sitting on the couch, waiting till I was home. Now I wasn't on a date, I couldn't get a date. I was just hanging out with friends, doing stupid things. But my mom would literally sit there. I remember I would come home at night and I would open the door and it could be like 1am and I would say, what are you doing here? And she must've just been nervous at the time how I was living my life. She literally would not actually go in her room to go to sleep until she knew that I was home. And Mary probably was also like the parent that your kind of heart feels wrenched when you're watching your child drive off for the first time after they got their license. She was like any parent. She was a person. She was a human who only, I'm sure, wanted the best and the most protection for her child. But the thing about Mary is, which we all in our lives, whether you're a parent or you're not a parent in our lives, she was first and foremost before everything else, completely committed to God. She was so committed to God. She had no room for commitment to anything else. And that is so important because we know, it says in Matthew 6, 33, see first the kingdom of God, everything will be added to you. We need to firstly be committed to God. Even in uncertain times, our certainty is in him and who he is. Trust God. And maybe you're right now, maybe there's a certain area in your life, maybe it's finances, whatever it may be, that you know you need to start trusting God in. Well, start seeing what his word says. His word says he will supply all of your need. Put your certainty in that. Don't put your certainty in your circumstances. Put your certainty in in the word of God says, and trust him, trust and be obedient. The being obedient part is important. So you need to trust him, but then be obedient, be obedient to what his word says. If God speaks something to you in this season, in this time, be obedient to it. Don't just start, don't just stop living your life, waiting until this is over. No, if God is speaking to you, be obedient to him. So number one, thing we learn from Mary, even in uncertain times, is trust and be obedient to God. Trust and be obedient to his word. And number two is something I think that we can really find comfort in, even in uncertain times, is you do not have to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect. You know, Mary, yes, she was the mother of Jesus, who was the perfect savior, but she wasn't perfect. And we're going to look at, I want to look at two times in Mary's life where we can see where she wasn't perfect. But I believe that this is important because I know for myself, when this whole thing first started, you know, the coronavirus and things started happening and you could start all of a sudden feeling people are freaking out, things are going on. You know, my wife and I, we literally were in the process of about to be closing on a house. I think we closed on the house It was like two days after they first issued the the lockdown order. And I'm not going to lie. I was a little freaked out. I was uncertain. I'd actually go to Bianca and say, should we be doing this right now? Are we making a mistake? And thank God she is the wise one, right? And she would look at me and say, and said, Matt, we prayed about this. We felt like God led us to this house. We prayed about it. We had peace about it. Stop doubting it. And obviously we went, we closed. It was great. But the reason that I was feeling uncertain is because when this whole thing started happening, the one thing we could start doing when you start feeling uncertain is you start feeling like you need to make the perfect decision in every decision that if you mess up on one decision, everything is going to come crashing down. The world is going to stop. Your world is going to be over. And that is not true. Now I'm not saying just go make decisions based off your feelings or just go make flippant decisions. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is you don't need to have a pressure that you need to be perfect. Cause you got to remember God's grace is there. Amen. His mercy is there. And I want to look at Mary, And I want to see how even Mary, who was the mother of Jesus, wasn't perfect. And I didn't really realize this stuff until I was kind of going in this message, writing this message And two instances that really I kind of just stood out to me in scripture was we're going to go to John chapter two, verses one through five. And some of you may know this story. This is the first miracle of Jesus's ministry, but I really want to look at this. And it says, on the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus's mother was there. So Jesus and his mom were at this party and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. Verse three, when the wine was gone, Jesus's mother said to him, they have no more wine. So there's an issue with this party and his mom says they have no more wine. And then verse four, woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not yet come. And then verse five, His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Now, Jesus, when I was reading this, it just popped out. Jesus literally said to Mary, woman, why do you involve me? It's not my time. Two things. First, a word to children if you're watching this. Do not try this at home. Do not speak to your parents like that. Do not speak to your mother like that. Second, though, think of this awkwardness of this situation. Mary's request and conversation with Jesus it appears, when you really read it and how Jesus responded, it appears to be out of line with what Jesus was ready to do. And Jesus, though he performed the miracle, there's a feeling that he did so in part because his mother put him on the spot. And I was even studying this, and there's a lot of commentaries and scholars that said this really was not the time that Jesus was going to actually do his first miracle, but it kind of just happened because he was put on the spot. Now, yeah, Mary wasn't perfect, but Did all of a sudden that one thing that happened, just this one instance, did that all of a sudden stop Jesus's ministry or stop the prophecy from being fulfilled? No, it did not at all. Jesus, there's grace there. There's there's mercy there. So I just want to encourage you with that. You do not need to be perfect. And then we also see another instance in scripture with Matthew 12. We're going to look at verses 46 to 50. It says, while Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brother stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. So Jesus is talking to people. He's probably ministering to them here. And his his mothers and his brothers were outside wanting to speak to him. And he replied, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Now, while Jesus was still speaking to the crowd, his mother and his brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. And then we see Jesus's reply there. And, you know, if you think about it, if, if maybe Mary in that moment, she, if she would understood the task of Jesus, would she have tried to interrupt him or just even stop his ministry for that brief moment? Probably not. And that's why Jesus probably responded that way. And the truth is, is again, Jesus's ministry didn't stop. Jesus absolutely loved his mother. You see up to when he's on the cross, I think it's in the gospel of John, The one of the, right before he dies, he says to make sure Mary's taken care of by John. He says, John, this is your mother, take care of her. Now, all of us, we've made mistakes in the past, big ones, little ones. You're probably going to make a mistake tomorrow. You'll probably to make a mistake or two in the next week. But through it all, no, God will love you. He will work with you and accept you, and he will give you the grace you need. Now, I want to read this story that I found so powerful, talking about how we don't need to feel like we have to be perfect it's I wanna read this story about uh, Dr. Benjamin Carson, who a lot of you probably know, and I think he's, he's, he's on the president's cabinet now, but he's, he was a renowned and famous surgeon. Now, I, there was this book I was reading one time of his, and I wanna read this story. It says, Dr. Benjamin Carson, he's a renowned surgeon at John Hopkins at this time the book was being read, tells a moving story about his mother. Mrs. Carson insisted that Ben and his brother Curtis write a book report every couple of weeks. This wasn't for school. This was for their mom. Ben and Curtis dutifully obeyed. About the time he was in junior high, Ben finally realized something quite shocking. After all these years, his mom couldn't read. For years, Ben had read books and scratched out reports, assuming that his mom was checking every word, but she didn't have a clue what he was actually saying or what he was writing. Now consider this. He was raised by an illiterate mother, but grew up to be a world famous surgeon who was featured in many articles, many books. Now he's on the president's cabinet. And I really find this so powerful because his mom, even though she couldn't read what he was writing, she didn't twist her hands over her lack of learning and give up hope of raising these intelligent boys that she had. Instead, what did she do? She gave her boys what she had. She gave them interest, accountability, and the courage to demand extra work. So you do not need to be perfect. Whatever you are, even in uncertain times when it comes to decisions, just use what you have. Maybe you feel uncertain right now. What do you have? What do you have that you can use to go help people? What do you have that you can use to maybe go help your family or your kids? Or what do you have? Maybe you have extra time right now and you can really start studying the word of God to see what his word says. Use what you have. So number one, we see we trust and obey and trust and be obedient to God. Number two, we do not have to be perfect even in uncertain times. You do not have to be on God's grace is still there. His mercy is still there. Number three, and this one, it just, it just kind of popped in me. And I wanna, I'm gonna elaborate on it. And we're gonna look at Mary in another uncertain time in her, in her life. This was gonna be, we're gonna look at towards the end of Jesus literally, as he's at the cross. And the third thing is in uncertain times is never relinquish the title. Never relinquish the title of who you are. If you're a mom, don't ever relinquish that title. The one title we can all never relinquish is the fact that we are, if you are saved, if you've given your life to Jesus, we are a child of God. Never relinquish the title. So Mary, Jesus is at the cross now. You want to talk about now, you're kind of seeing everything kind of come together for what you've heard was going to happen and what's been prophesied. And in verse 25, it says, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. So even at Jesus's death, Mary, it says she was not far off. She was near the cross of Jesus. She didn't just stand there passively at the foot of the cross, I'm sure. And the truth now of Simeon's prophecy at the birth of Jesus was suddenly true. And I'm sure the cross cut deeply into Mary's heart, but despite the pain, Mary was there. She was there for her son. In uncertain times, never relinquish the title. If you're a mom, don't ever relinquish that title. Being a child, God, being a friend, whatever, don't ever relinquish that title. Even if you're your child, you feel like their life is just out of control right now. Maybe you're believing for them to come to Jesus. Maybe they've walked away from God. You're believing them to come back. Keep loving them. Forgive them, keep encouraging them, keep reaching out. Don't ever relinquish the title, even in uncertain times in our lives. And if you feel uncertain about yourself right now, don't relinquish the title that you are a child of God. Keep speaking that. You're a child of the most high. He's given you everything that you need. You know, just with it being, being Mother's Day, I think, of, I think of my mom with it being Mother's Day weekend. And one of the biggest impacts that she had on my life, was something as, you know, going into my early 20s, I didn't know Jesus or anything. And I I started living um, a rough way, doing things that she definitely did not agree with, that she definitely did not support, driving her crazy, being disrespectful. And I remember sometimes I'd always say to my mom, I would say, mom, I would say, "Do do you love me? And she would always say to me, no matter what I would do, and this line always sticks with me to this day, she would look at me and she would say, Matt, she said, I might not like you right now, but I will always love you. And there is something so powerful about that they were from my life that shaped me, then knowing that for me personally, that I knew my mom was always there. So even with me, Mother's Day, moms that are watching this, there is so much power in a mother's love and you need to know that. Or maybe, hey, you're a guy watching this and you have a friend that is struggling right now. There is power in showing that person love. There is power in encouraging that person and showing that person forgiveness. Never give up the titles in your life that God has given you. The first one we have is a child of God, or maybe then you're a mom, maybe you're a dad, maybe you're a grandma, an aunt, an uncle, a friend, a brother, a sister, don't ever relinquish that title of who you are to that person who maybe they're going through uncertain times and you feel uncertain about their life. Keep loving them, keep encouraging them. Now, we're gonna face uncertain times in our life. Maybe you were uncertain about things in your life before the crisis. Maybe you're uncertain now because of the crisis. Maybe you're not, but maybe in six months down the line, something's gonna happen in your life that you're gonna feel uncertain about. Just know when that happens, trust and be obedient to God. Know that you do not have to be perfect. And also know, just never relinquish the title of who you are. Most importantly, never relinquish the title of who you are in Christ. Amen? Well, I wanna, As we wrap up this service, I want to pray. And then we're actually going to go into worship with a song that I really think is going to encourage us this weekend. So Father, I just thank you for this opportunity here to speak, Lord God. I thank you that, Father, in uncertain times, Lord, you've given us your word. Father, I thank you that we don't have to have a pressure of being perfect, Lord God, because we know that your grace and your mercy are there, Father. And I thank you, Father, that first and foremost, you've given us the title of being a child of God, Lord. You've given us the title, and with that comes promises, promises from your word, Lord. So I thank you that you walk us through, Father. I thank you that you go before us. You tell us you never leave us nor forsake us. You give us the strength we always need, and you give us the wisdom we need. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thanks for listening to this message. We pray that you're blessed and lifted up by God's word.